The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Let's roll! This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Marenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people at Bustler, but everybody else in between throwing it down. The Monday Night Meltdown has begun as we break it down and we unpack a wild Monday night of football season opener in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, as the Las Vegas Raiders beat the Baltimore Ravens 33-27. A dramatic comeback, a back-and-forth affair, and a game that we expected to go the way of the it did. Come on, man. Look how Thursday's game went between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. This is Monday Night Football. This is Las Vegas. This is the National Football League. This is Lamar Jackson. This is the Bad Raiders defense. This is going to be entertainment and the entertainment capital, uh, at least one of the entertainment capitals uh, of the world. I couldn't, you know, just say the entertainment capital of the world, but Vegas is not the entertainment capital of the world. So it's not. It's, it's not the, uh, you know, I, I, I couldn't say. I couldn't say. I don't know how some of these people, man. I know you guys make big money, man, making up lies on radio and TV and stuff like that. I couldn't even lie and tell you that Vegas is the most uh, is the entertainment capital of the world. It's not. Uh, I'd say New York or uh, like uh, New York, Tokyo, and uh, Los Angeles, Paris, <laughs> whatever. Nevertheless, baby, just win, baby. That's it. Nevertheless, doesn't matter. Just win. And the Las Vegas Raiders won. We cashed it. We killed it. Looks like our troll fanboys. Oh, I guess, you know what, though? I know our troll fanboys. Oh, Marenzi, you lost the Mark Andrews prop. Yeah, whatever. I'll put it this way for all you uh, troll fanboys. I won more money tonight. I probably won about, like, four months of your welfare checks. In the last three and a half hours, I ate a nice lasagna with double cheese, extra cheese and meat. Two sides of uh, garlic, uh, garlic toast. Two Coca Colas. I eat for two. I look thin, but it's just my it's my great genes. I'm like uh, like Derek Carr, naturally uh, naturally beautiful eyelashes, like he says. No eyeliner needed. No eyeliner needed. I don't care, bro. You can wear any makeup you want. Put up lipstick next week. I don't care. You you play like you did today. You can do whatever the hell you want, Derek Carr. What a comeback! What a comeback! See, we absolutely crushed it. I'm a little mad, though. Only just for the aesthetics of it. We could have went 10-0 and 0 tonight. We, uh, we had the Las Vegas Raiders plus the points. We had the Las Vegas Raiders on the money line. We had the Las Vegas Raiders teased to the over. We had the long field goal over 47 and a half. We had Derek Carr 
uh, Emo Man, over 269 and a half passing yards. We had Brian Edwards, over 37 and a half receiving yards. We had Darren Waller, over 70 and a half receiving yards. We had Kenny on Drake, over 17 and a half receiving yards. Where we went wrong, Mark Andrews. And what did I say on Game Time Decisions? What have I said about Mark Andrews a million times? He's no good. He ain't no George Kittle. It's more Kittles than bits. Mark Andrews. Oh, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. The late night anchor management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down. It's a Monday night uh, meltdown. And it's been a wild Monday night to say the least. A, a, a crazy affair tonight in Sin City, Nevada, Las Vegas. The Raiders come back. They win 33-27. Uh, the total was 50. Looked like it was done. It was low scoring. It was like this game had more plot twists and turns. Uh, than the young and the restless. This game was wilder than a Gigi Allen concert. All right? Wow. And we absolutely crushed it. Um, you know, we were on the Raiders plus the points. We are on the Raiders on the money line. And it was one of those deals, man. And you can't lie. Anybody that watches football game to have money on the Raiders, it will, like, what a gut punch when Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins in that massive play, and you're like, wow. The Raiders just scored a touchdown. Can they really do this again with the game on the line against this elite defense of the Baltimore Ravens? But the Baltimore Raven elite defense is losing bodies. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. They were losing bodies. Uh, they were already without Peters in the defensive backfield. They lost a couple of more. And when it's all said and done, the Las Vegas Raiders win. Despite the fact that, let's just be real. Let's be real here. The Raiders won this football game. Yet, Chucky from Child's Play is a better coach than John Gruden is. Like, the Raiders didn't win this game because of Gruden. They won this game despite Gruden. You know, before the touchdown pass, who the hell kicks a field goal from the 43-yard field goal on second down? What do you like? I was going to say, what are you, an idiot? But I already know the answer to that. John Gruden's a great television analyst. John Gruden's a horrible head coach in the National Football League. That game could have been won over and over. And it even got to the point, Greasy even brought it up and said that Carr isn't even like, he's, he's changing the play. He's audibly every play because he knows that's a stupid play call. That's a stupid play call. That's a stupid play call. So I just want to clarify that and state, hey, I had the Raiders. I put money on the Raiders, but John Gruden does not know what the hell he's doing. Mayock should be in the NFL Network studios instead of in the, the, the luxury suite here. Last two third-round picks. I haven't even played a damn snap. But you know what? I don't care. Just win and just cover. And they did both. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. The late- Halfback passes to the center. Back to the wing. Back to the center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Halfback passes to center. Back to wing. Back to center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. I can't bear this any longer. I'm leaving. No, but you don't. You say you will, but you won't. You think you win, but you won't. The late night epic management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omerenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust up, and everybody else in between, including everybody kicking it in Los Angeles uh, right now, San Diego, Southern California. Shout out to everybody tuning in on the Mighty Year 1090. Uh, of course, we've been broadcasting for the past year or so since the relaunch of the Mighty Year 1090 in SoCal, but you guys have been picking up the replay in the overnight hours like so many of our radio affiliates do, but we're kicking it live on SiriusXM. Satellite uh, Radio Channel 204, <coughs> Sports Grid Radio Network's the loudest station in the nation. All right, let's bring in uh, former Concordia Stinger, TSN Radio. Uh, um, Mo Khan, George Kurtz will join us uh, later from Long Island, New York. A lot of stuff to get to. And, and in fact, we could probably spend like 13 hours, and we only have 180 minutes uh, tonight. We're here with you for three hours. We could spend the entire three hours breaking down what we just saw uh, tonight. That was a wild-ass uh, football game. Mo Khan steps up and in. Mo, what a wild Monday night affair tonight. I'm not a Raider fan. I'm not a Ravens fan, but I had a lot of money on the game. But I'm used to having money on these <laughs> games. But I got to tell you, if I was a Raider fan or a Raven fan, Took a couple of years off your life. That was a heart attack special tonight. It, it definitely was. It was a quadruple heart attack special game. When you look at how this game played out, but if you're a Baltimore fan, you can say to yourself, "Look, this Raider team beat us. That we're missing our top three RBs, our number one wide receiver that we drafted, Rashad Bateman, our starting left guard. The number of injuries Baltimore had. It took overtime for this near healthy Raider team to beat them, and no question, this had a lot of plot twists all throughout the course of the game." If I'm John Gruden, I'm thanking the football gods because had they lost this football game going to Pittsburgh on the road next week, they would have been staring at an 0-2 start to their NFL year and questions about whether or not Gruden is the right guy for this position. Well, we'll get to that in a second because I don't think he is. I don't. It's, you, you ask yourself, no. is Gruden ever going back to the Super Bowl? No. Uh, so, you know, we, we can get to that. But as far as the game is concerned, you know, I got to be honest with you, Mo. I think it's because I bet on every game and I've been doing this for so long and I've seen so much from each side. 
like when I was younger, and it's true, like I don't get, you know, I don't react as much. You know what I mean? I don't get mad about a penalty. I don't get mad about this as much as the games go on because I know there's more plot twists coming, Mo. You know what I mean? I'm old yeah. enough to know that, yeah, this game's far from being over. Like I saw people were piling on early to me. Oh, Marenzi, good pick with the Raiders. Oh. It's like, guys, 60-minute <laughs> game. But normally – I would be like, oh, this game's done. But it had that, it never, I never had that feeling tonight. Maybe other people did, but you figure it would have. Because I got to be honest, the Raiders come back, they tie it. After the Sammy Watkins bomb with five minutes left, and it sets them up shop, and then Latavius Murray, like, just, you know, dances backwards into the end zone, like he's on Dancing with the Stars. I thought that was kind of it. I'm like, well, because the Raiders had just scored before, Mo, and I was like, can they really march down the field two consecutive times in a row and respond like this? It's going to be tough to do it, but they did it, and and then they screw up. They throw the interception in the end zone in overtime, and, you know, so basically, Mo, you could say a lot of teams would have been gutted with that five minutes left and go, man, we tried, but the Ravens were just better than us. They didn't quit. You could say, dear God, we just screwed up in the end zone. All they need is a field goal to beat us right now. They didn't quit. They screwed up a lot along the way, but you got to give this Raider team, the players, a lot of credit for their resiliency, don't you? Yeah, and let's go back late to the first half, Gabe. Fourth and one inside a minute of, of the end of the second quarter. Baltimore gets stopped inside the Raider territory. Raiders get the ball back, kick a field goal. Right, That gave Las Vegas that hope that, hey, we can compete with with the Ravens going towards the second half. But their front four, outside of Las Vegas' front four, was able to control, control the line of scrimmage. They were able to dictate the, the terms of how this game played out in the second half. And quite frankly, you saw Lamar Jackson was not comfortable in the pocket as a passer. He was missing a lot of wide-open throws. And that's where I thought he was probably seeing ghosts out there from Carl Nassib, from, from that front four that had a great pressure on him. So I just thought Baltimore had, had a lot of self-inflicting wounds. But I just thought Jim Har- John Harbaugh did not control or, or change how things were going for his offensive line to give Lamar Jackson a few more seconds to work with if he had that chance. Because quite frankly, even though Marquise Brown had a decent game he was invisible in the fourth quarter Sammy Watkins only got going towards the fourth quarter so there's a lot of missed opportunities by by Baltimore but that Gus Bradley defense plays phenomenal in the fourth quarter Mo Khan kick it with us on the Monday Night Meltdown, Sirius XM Channel 204 Sports Grid Radio Networks, the Mightier 1090, uh, joining us live, live, live. Um, so our boy, the closer, Chris Ventra, kicking it uh, right now in Brooklyn, part of the grid crew here. And he's disagreeing with me because I came out hot, Mo, uh, tonight and I'm at the top of the program. The Raiders won this game despite John Gruden, not because of him. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, I actually... I, in my opinion, so I want to get your opinion on that. But I just said and talked about the resiliency that the Raider players showed. And our boy Ventura just said in the chat, well, Morenci, where do you think they get that resiliency from, from the mentality of their coach? So let's just clarify. We know, guys, like how many categories, let's say there are 10 categories to being a head coach. So I'm not going to dispute that the players probably like Gruden. You know what I mean? I'm not going to dispute that Gruden's a raw, raw guy. And some guys probably are into it, etc. So, you know, he's intense. I'm not throwing that. But you can be intense and be a bad sort of in-game manager, right? And sort of, I don't know, he's just sort of too old school. You know, I just don't think... There's a lot of mistakes, Mo, that are made by a football team. 
And to me, when you look at an undisciplined team, I mean, you can't jump offside, like, false start from the half-goal line in overtime, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just the the mental mistakes that they make, the coaching mistakes, the play calling, wasting timeouts, that's on the coach, Mo. That's coaching, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at my Buffalo Bills. When Rex Ryan was the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, the Bills were last in the NFL, or the most penalties in the league, penalty yardage. Same players with Sean McDermott, they're like fourth least penalties. Why is that, Mo? You played football. I mean, don't tell me. You know what I mean? It comes from coaching. It comes from the top, doesn't it? It, it does because John Green, you're right, Gabe, he's an old-school coach, right? When he first came back with Vegas when they were in Oakland, he wanted to employ the tight end as, as the, the fullback, a big part, as if it was invoked. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the offense. <laughs> it didn't work out well. Remember, right? Mo? So Remember, they, they actually, no joke, the Raider players actually said, he, he, the tape was so grainy, they couldn't see the place. Like, Gruden was showing them plays from 1976, literally 1976, and he said, I want to do this, and they couldn't even see it. They were like, dude, it's too grainy. I don't even know what you're showing us here. And it's like, yeah. it won't work, coach. Like, 76 is gone, bro. Like, Sorry, Mo, go on. Yeah, you're right. And the thing is with Gruden, though, is that, like, Mike Mayock is the GM, and his draft picks have not panned out except for Josh Jacobs. And Henry Ruggs had two big catches today. But the reality is this team has misfired on draft picks. They've misfired on free agents. Corey Littleton, yeah. who, they, who they signed from the Rams, had an awful uh, misdiagnosis of where he was supposed to be on that first touchdown round by Baltimore. There were, you're right. There was a lot of miscue, small details that the Raiders botched in this football game that Baltimore could not cash in. And again, it goes back to my previous point with this depleted roster for the Ravens. Had they been healthy from start to from top to bottom here, Gabe, there's no question in my mind Baltimore would have won this football game. But what it came down to is the fact that the Raiders had some luck in their way because the Wink Martindale decided to go with a zero cover going man-to-man constantly throughout the third and fourth quarters because he thought that was the only way to beat the Raiders. And guess what? Derek Carr exposed that weakness and got the best matchup for big games or touchdowns. And let's be real as well. They sort of not lucky. You know, they created turnovers. They won. Baltimore could have um, Baltimore could have won the football game, but they had self-inflicted wounds as well. Late night anger match, but class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. 
Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. There's a big crowd welcome us back, even though we lost. Hey, I'll give you something to cry about, you loser. You can't catch a football? Let's see if you can catch a rock. <laughs> Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. We're kicking it with Mo Khan. George Kurtz will step up for then. New York, New York uh, in the house a little bit uh, later on, breaking it down. Wild Monday night football game. Crazy week of football uh, as a whole, so there's a lot of stuff to get to uh, with uh, Mo. Um, you know, you look at you look at the Raiders, and we were talking about uh, about Gruden and moving forward, and it was... It was a big win for them uh, tonight. And the Raiders are a competitive team, uh, but like a lot of teams in the National Football League, there's self-inflicted wounds. Uh, but positive start to the season. And Derek Carr is a polarizing quarterback. And I think he's – is he is he top 10? I don't know if he's top 10, Mo, but you, what's your thoughts on Derek Carr and where he fits in? I see uh, Bleacher Report has, like, this year's rankings, and I don't fully agree with them, but they've got him ranked 13th, 13th best quarterback. Yeah, if you look, all right, Waller is good. Ruggs, let me say, you you were a wide receiver, Mo, so I got to say, that was probably Ruggs' best game, right? I mean, that was a big-ass play that Ruggs came up with late in the game. Well, the thing is, Gabe, he's only come with three big plays. The, the play against the Jets last year on the Hail Mary, it's in off yep. that matchup and these two big matches <laughs> in the fourth quarter. And, and the thing is, Gabe, the, the reality is, going back to my point last segment with Mike Mayock, right, he took Henry Ruggs over Jefferson, Ayuk, uh, Jerry Judy. Uh, he took him over a bunch of quality wide receivers that were taken in the first, second, third rounds of that draft of last year. So he's got justified out worth, and he is not done again until tonight, somewhat speaking here. But again, you go back to that point, Derek Carr ranked 13th by, by DNR. I think he's not ranked at 10 to 15 right now. I think he's outside of 10, probably 11 to 15 and where he is as a quarterback in the NFL currently. But look again, he's got Darren Waller, who he targeted, what, 21 times uh, on, on Monday Night Football. That shows to you that he does not have the confidence or that rapport required with Zay Jones, with Henry Ruggs, uh, with Hunter Renfro, who's his go-to guy. So he's got to figure out Brian Edwards, yeah. more immersed because teams, yeah, teams will, will figure it out. Look, double team, uh, double team uh, the tight end in Waller, and let's see you beat everyone, beat us with everyone else that you have on the field. Well, look, guys, the Raiders scored 27, nearly 28 points a game, 27.9 or whatever, 27.7, whatever it was last year a game, nearly 28 points a game. They gave up 30. That was the problem. And since Gruden's been there, um, and I'm sure you guys saw the graphic tonight, the Raiders have the worst defense in the NFL, and they have the least sacks in the NFL. So you add it up, like in this regime here of Mayock and, and Gruden, it's like, all right, you got bad wide receivers. You don't have anyone rushing the quarterback. Like, there's just sort of like a lot of holes. It's very day by day, but they, they grind and they fight through. So they get the Pittsburgh Steelers. They go to Pittsburgh now, uh, Mo. And, of course, Pittsburgh Steelers got a nice win. Um, got a nice win uh, against the Buffalo Bills. 
The Steelers were six-point favorites. They currently took it off the board right now. I guess they're just readjusting uh, after uh, tonight's game. But what do you make of uh, the Raiders going into Pittsburgh? What did you make of the Pittsburgh comeback against the Bills? I think the Pittsburgh showed a lot of uh, moxie in that football game, Gabe. I know you're a Bills guy, but I'm not buying into the Bills' pass rush. There was no pass rush in that, in that fourth quarter uh, against Big Ben. I thought Pittsburgh was able to come out there and dominate the line of scrimmage with their defense and make Josh Allen look um, normal at times. Did not look like the Josh Allen of last year where he was able to sling it with accuracy and poise and confidence that he had. And that third and fourth quarter of that game yesterday in Buffalo, it was not the case to be. And I just think for Buffalo moving towards this season, they got to get a better pass rush game because they will play the Chiefs later on in the year. They will play better quarterbacks later on in the year that will require them to get a pass rush. I think for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I know people are questioning about their old on whether or not Big Ben can play a full year and be healthy. But look, what they did was they they reversed the course now. They're going to play strong defense, get the field position in their favor, and hopefully have the running game with Najee Harris and others come up big for them and put Big Ben into that 20-30 passing completion ratio and make sure that he is in that number so he doesn't get hurt too often or put his team in a vulnerable position where he gives up an INT that costs them a touchdown or a pick six for that matter. So, Mo, there's always the overreaction and the underreactions to, um, you know, teams we don't really realize are going to be really good and then teams that, you know, are going to be bad for real. Well, who are you Who are you most impressed with yesterday and who are you least impressed with? So let's say, you know, we won't go through every team, but if your power rankings, like who would be a number one and who, who do you think, wow, this team is going to be the worst team in the NFL? Like, let's start at the bottom. Who's the worst team in the NFL? Jacksonville, or is it Atlanta? Is it Atlanta? Um, I know it's just one game. Who's the worst team in the NFL? I, I, I had the Jets for three quarters. I had the Jets for three quarters. They might be the worst team because Mackay Beck is out for the next four to six weeks, and that's a big lo- that's a big loss in the left tackle position for Zach Wilson. But I think you're right that the Atlanta Falcons uh, do not demonstrate to me that they're a team going in the right direction. Of course, we talked about them taking Kyle Pitts over a quarterback uh, four months ago in the draft. But, Gabe, the biggest worry that I have for the Falcons going into the year was that they never addressed their weakness, which is their defense. And, and you saw Jalen Hurts look like a Heisman winner out there, look like an NFL MVP on Sunday with some of the throws that he made, uh, the ability to buy time in the pocket. It showed that, hey, the Atlanta Falcons are going to have a long year this season. And it's not because of Matt Ryan. It's going to be because of that defense and them not being able to create turnovers or big plays that will generate a, a big momentum shift in their favor. One team, let's uh, let's talk about, let's, it's almost alphabetically, we'll start at the top, the Arizona Cardinals. Like, talk about impressive games, going on the road, punching the Tennessee Titans in the mouth like that. On paper, yeah. the Arizona Cardinals are a very, very dangerous team, aren't they? And Kyler Murray, you know, people forget, Kyler Murray was in the MVP running last year, guys, for the first half of the season, right? He hit that big Hail Mary against the Buffalo Bills, and then he got hit the next week, and he was never the same for the rest of the year. They seem to have a little bit of chip on their shoulder. I bought in, listen, before the year started, I thought Arizona would be in a wild card mix, but what a div- we all knew that division was going to be great, Mo, but damn, Every team in the division won yesterday, and they all look good doing it. The Rams look good doing it. Seattle look great. Uh, well, in San Francisco, San Francisco. They just do their thing, right? So, like, all four teams right. won in the division. <laughs> Same with the AFC West with the Raiders winning tonight. Chargers won. Right. Chiefs won. And uh, Broncos won. 
Well, here's here's my pick. I know you picked the Cardinals, but I'm picking the Chargers being the team that impressed me the most yesterday. Go on the road. The Chargers? As you travel to D.C. Yeah, the Chargers. The L.A. Chargers did well because, look, you have Justin Herbert going to year two. He's playing arguably the best front seven in, in the NFL, and he was able to control the entire football game for most of it and made some big-time throws when you look at the game film. I think for him to have that ability to make those franchise throws in year two was quite impressive. And, Gabe, if that defense for L.A., stays healthy for the Chargers, that is. They have a chance to really make some noise in the AFC West because, again, you're right. For all four teams to go 1-0, that's going to be a tough, underrated division this year. But that Chargers team really impressed me from top to bottom and how they were able to control that football game because if Anthony Lynn's coaching that game, they'd probably lose that on a last-second touchdown pass by D.C. to win that football game. So this uh, is even you for L.A. for them to have Justin Herbert. Uh, Mo, I thought you – I didn't know you were that mean. I thought you were a nicer guy than that. A little drive-by at Anthony Lynn there, man. Like, come on, man. Anthony Lynn's in Detroit. Now. If Anthony Lynn was there. I saw that a lot yesterday. If Anthony Lynn was still here, you know, I get it. <laughs> but Anthony Lynn, you know his record with games decided by seven points or less as the Charger head coach, he was like 19, uh, yeah, yeah. 30, 19 and 35. It's some crazy number like that. So <laughs> – I hear you. I hear you. Okay, so speaking of, uh, well, listen, Anthony Lynn's like Vince Lombardi next to Joe Judge. What's Joe Judge's record now in the NFL? So, honestly, so what? What, they went six last year? So, um, he's what? So, he's six uh, six and 11 now. Six and 11. Yeah. It's, listen, I'm not saying they're going to fire him right now, but I, I was talking last night. I said I would rather be the Jets than the Giants moving forward. Like, as far as the pieces in place. Like, Joe Douglas is a good football man coming over from Philadelphia. Um, I listen, Elijah Moore is a good draft pick, I think, uh, Mo. I wouldn't have personally taken Zach yeah. Wilson second overall, but I don't think the kid sucks. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's, you know, it is what it is. That's their guy. I can live with it. I didn't think Sam Darnold was the guy, so I don't have a problem with the new quarterback coming in. I just would have went with Fields instead. Um, I like the hiring of Robert Salah. But you know what I mean? I'm just stating. Like, you look, they've got some pieces. Uh, Vera Tucker out of USC, the draft pick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Becton last year yeah. was a good football player, the offensive lineman. They've got some players. The, the the safety out of Cal. They've got some players on the Jets. At least they're going somewhere. Like, if you look at the Giants, like, Joe Judge it just seems to be another one of these Patriot rejects, bro. They got a job because he had a cup of coffee with, with Belichick. And... I've defended Daniel Jones, but he's not getting better. And that's the whole thing. you got to get better in this league. And you're not getting better. You're in the year three. You're not getting better. I know your line sucks, but we're running out of excuses. And then you get Gettleman, who's clearly in the hot seat. The Giants are a mess, bro. But maybe we're overreacting. It's one week. But it's sort of carrying over from last year to me. What do you think of Thursday night football? New York Giants at Washington. Fitzpatrick's going to be out, as Dr. Chow told us yesterday, for a couple of months. Heineke Beer will be the guy. What do you think of Thursday night football, Mo? It's a big game. It's primetime football. You're right, because we spoke about it, Gabe, earlier in the summertime about the Giants. I thought they invested a lot in Daniel Jones bringing all these guys to help him make him a better football player. And that week one loss to the Broncos, which has a really good defense, did not demonstrate that it's been working out. And I think with Dave Gellman, you're bang on. He is on the hot seat. He probably won't be the GM next spring if they don't make the playoffs or win at least eight to ten games. This Thursday, the key for the Giants is they're going to win this football game, establish a run game. If they don't do that, it's going to be a long game for Daniel Jones. 
And people are like, oh, you don't think Zach Wilson sucks anymore. I never said he sucks. I said he never should have been taken second overall. Bring it. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. This team is fired up. We came here to play. All right. You'll lose. What? Didn't you hear what he said? Look at the fear in his eyes. Listen to the quiver in his voice. He's a little boy lost in a game of men. You think we should bet against him? I bet my entire college fund on it. You got it. Mo, $23 on New York. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Just for the record, the, the stuck quarterback list. I had a problem, like, you know what I mean? It's one of those deals where the li- I sort of scrolled through it. And I was like, all right, yeah, I can live with, like, most of this. But then there's something. I took offense to a few of them. And, uh, you know, this is, like, number one. So, number one is Mahomes. I don't have to put Whatever, Mahomes. So, it's Mahomes, uh, Mo Khan with us. Uh, so, Mo, he's got Mahomes, number one. Brady, number two. Aaron Rodgers, number three. Russell Wilson, four. Right. I would, uh, me personally, I think Russell Wilson's better than Aaron Rodgers. Much better. Like, I think... I think I think he's the second best. Like there's Mahomes, Brady's like older, you know, and I get it, but like I have Russell Wilson ahead of Rogers personally, uh, right there. Then you got Josh Allen. I would have Rogers ahead of Josh Allen still. He's got he's got Lamar six. That's too high. This is where it's stupid. He's got Matt yeah. Ryan seven. There's no way in hell Matt Ryan's the seventh best quarterback in the NFL. Doc Prescott does not deserve to be eighth. Uh Tannehill is nine. Kyler Murray ten. He's got Justin Herbert, 11. Uh, Matt Stafford, 12. How the hell? You're telling me Matt Ryan, like, is seven and these other guys? But my beef is here at the end, and he gets no respect, and I won money on him yesterday. He's got Tyrod Taylor, 32. Jalen Hurts, 31. Zach Wilson, 30. And a Teddy Bridgewater-Drew Locke combination, then two of 28. Like, dude, like, 
Tyrod Taylor, how the hell can Tyrod Taylor be worse than a guy that's never played in the league before? <laughs> Talk about hating, Mo. Daniel Jones is ranked higher. Daniel Jones is ranked higher than Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is right now. I mean, I mean. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good point. Hold on. Where is Danny Jones? Because he's got Bridgewater and Locke 28, Sam Darnold 27, Garoppolo 26, as if Garoppolo is in the same category with Sam Darnold. <laughs> like, what are you like? Who is this guy? Like, I'm sorry, I don't want to pick on the list, but like, I saw the bottom of the list. I'm like, he's got Andy Dalton 25. So this guy thinks Andy Dalton's better than Jimmy Garoppolo? You think Andy Dalton's better yeah. than Tua? You think Andy Dalton's better than Teddy no. Bridgewater? This guy's on crack. No, Good point. Not. I want to see where he's got Danny Dimes. Man, it's, he's got Trevor Lawrence, 22. Guy's played one game. Jameis Winston, 21. Yeah, yeah, guy's only thrown for like 300 touchdown passes in his life. Danny Jones, 20. So this guy thinks that Danny Jones is better than these other guys? Dear God, this guy really is an idiot. Yeah, Daniel Jones has, what, 40 turnovers in his career in the NFL, and it's most by NFL quarterbacks since 2018, 2019. Uh, but, but if I were to rank him, Gabe, yes, Mahomes number one. I actually would have Rodgers two, Wilson three, Tom Brady four. I think Tom Brady's become – I know he threw for 40 touchdowns last year, but he's not the focal point of that Buccaneer offense. What it is, as we know, is that they need strong defense and his playmakers to make more of, of the yards after catch than Tom winning this football game or football games off his arm that he's done in years past. Mo Khan, uh, kick with us. All right, so one football game, Mo. One game. Are you taking Mahomes yeah. over everybody in the NFL? So you pick your quarterback in the yeah. lot. You're like, yeah, Mahomes, my guy. Right away, you're like, okay. Who would you take second then? Like, because me, like one game, Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson. I'll take Wilson. I think Wilson's better than Rodgers. I I, I, I think Wilson, I next to Tom Brady and Mahomes, is the best quarterback in the NFL. I would take Aaron Rodgers because, Gabe, if you look at the, the body of work, and we can't compare the two because they never played each other as often as they did, but if you look at their individual performances, I go back to that uh, to the Cowboy win by Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs at, in Texas where he had no one to throw to, and he made some crazy throws. And I said to myself, even with less talent in Green Bay, Gabe, he's done more to, to make these guys better than what they are. They've overachieved his receiving core at times. But as with Russell Wilson, Gabe, I think, look, he's not won a playoff game since 2014. He, he, he's had his chances to do well, but I think at the end of the day, for Russell Wilson, I know we can blame Pete Carroll and maybe the play calling from the LC position here, but Russell Wilson has not come up when it matters most, and I think this could be that it could change for him. But Aaron Rodgers, when it comes to quality clutch moments, has had more of those than Russell Wilson had the last eight, nine years. I got to disagree. I got to disagree. Uh, to me, Russell Wilson's carried the team, but it's a fair, it's a fair conversation. I just want to look up here quickly. I just want to look up quickly. Brett Favre's wide receivers off the top of my head. So in the Brett Favre area, number one was Antonio Freeman, right? That was his go-to guy. Right, Robert Brooks. So yeah, yeah, Robert Brooks. All right, Brooks. Who was the tight? So let's see. All right, I'm looking at the box score here. So of the uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, Mark Shamara. Believe in there. Yeah, tight end. Mark Shamara was on that team. Yeah, Desmond Howard, Edgar Bennett. Yeah, okay. That team that they won. Yeah. So my point is, 
It's not like Brett Favre had great wide receivers. That's where I was going with this. Desmond Howard, my guy right. out of Michigan, he you know he won that Super Bowl for them because of the kick returns, right? Two of them, right? That's right. Um, said two of them. He was the MVP. But um, I'm just saying, like I don't know. I think Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he's overrated. He's great. He's great, but he's won one Super Bowl, Mo. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't – like, I, it bothered yeah. me last year when they played, and it was like the two greatest quarterbacks ever going head-to-head, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. And I'm thinking, the hell, like, has Rodgers done to deserve that, like, billing? You know what I mean? Like, Peyton Manning is better than right. Rodgers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in the grand scheme of things, like, Rodgers is good. And I'm just stating, like, he caused a lot of drama, he talks a lot, he bitches a lot for a guy that's won one Super Bowl, Mo. That's my feeling on Rodgers. Like, eventually, if I was the Packers, I'd be like, all right, dude, like, we're trying to trade you, bro. Like, chill out. We, we're going to trade you. Like, what, like, is the sky going to fall? You've won one Super Bowl with the guy. He won when Mike McCarthy won. What year was that, guy? It's a hell of a long time ago, Mo. Like, how much drama are you going to put up with without winning? Yeah. So it's ten years, yeah, bro. You, you know what, Gabe? But, but you know what, Gabe? We, we, we can we can say, hey, he's won one ring, but let's not forget, right? The, the following year, McCarthy botched that game against the Giants in the playoff loss when they were fifteen and one and lost in the playoff round at Lambeau. There's been a lot of co- coaching blunders. Think back to that NFC title game with the Seahawks and Packers, that onside kick that they botched, that the Seahawks recovered, they scored, they end up winning uh, in overtime. There's been so many blundering moments that we've seen from the Packers that you say to yourself, well, well is it A-Rod or is, is it the fact that they just didn't have the small details covered when it mattered most for them? So you're right. Yes, he's only won one ring, but at the end of the day for Aaron Rodgers, uh, whether or not he gets another ring in Green Bay, who knows? You know he won't be there next year and he'll be wearing a different NFL uniform. And we'll, we'll be talking about the intrigue by Aaron Rodgers in a Bronco uniform, maybe a Raider uniform, or who knows what, come next August to September. Man, people are coming after Rogers hard in our chat, calling him a rich man's Jay Cutler. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> rich man's check. <laughs> rich man. All right, so so who do you got, Mo? Yeah, listen. Let me ask you then this question: Who, who's who? Do you think yeah. who would you rather have? Who's a better quarterback, Daniel Jones or uh, or Heineke? I know. I think Heineke is, is more like Heineke is small, very small sample size. Is much more trustworthy than exactly at this point of his career. Yeah, and, and look, it sounds it's, crazy it's, to it's, say, it's, but it's true. Segments. Right, and, and look, if if the if the Washington defense can stop that running game for the Giants and make Daniel Jones one dimensional. It, it just increases their percentages to win that football game on Thursday night in D.C. So that's why I just think it's so big for Daniel Jones to just keep it simple, but make your completions and keep drives alive because that was what failed him on Sundays, that he couldn't sustain long-term drives against that Bronco defense. I can't trust them. I can't. I think, I think Washington's going to beat them. That defensive line is going to be too much. Buffalo Bills 0-1 against the Miami Dolphins. Big division game here, just like the Giants are. Like the loser of the Giants-Washington game, they're 0-2. It's not good uh, for them. Yeah. All right, so then you get into the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. The do- massive game for both teams. The Dolphins could be 0- uh, 2-0 guys with two division wins in their back pocket. And the Buffalo Bills could be staring at 0-2 if they lose this game. What do you, I think the Bills will be much better. I think their intensity level will be better and the execution will be better. But it doesn't mean it's going to be easy to beat Miami. What's your opinion on the Bills and the Dolphins game? 
Yeah, Bills have to establish the run game. because I think Miami's corners can lock down the Bills receivers, make it difficult for them. But if they can get that running game established and get the tight end play more immersed into the Bills' offense, it will go a long way. I think Brian Dable will have a good game plan in place. And as I said before, Gabe, that Bills pass rush has to be much more uh, uh, much more ruthless in how they attack the quarterback. They need sacks, they need quarterback pressures because Tua Tagovailoa, to use a baseball expression, He's a junk pitcher that can win you uh, football games. That's what he is. He throws a lot of junk out there, but it wins football games. So if you can make him throw junk but have your guys pilfer those passes, it can go a long way on why Buffalo should win against the Dolphins in a critical Week 2 matchup. Well, speaking of junk, it's a perfect segue into USC letting Clay Helton go. As um, Clay, the, the misery is finally over for USC Trojan fans. And, man... That's one of those deals. It's like, what took so long? What took so long, right? And I, you know, last year I get it. They played all right. In the, they did. They played well in the pandemic. They had players. He's always had talent there. Yet the USC Trojans have deserved better. Now the questions begin. It's rare that a college coach gets fired this early in the season, but at least now they can they can set everything up. And they, but they'll they 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 always screw this up right after the fact. Who do you think, which direction do you think they're going to go uh, in here uh, with USC that they haven't, listen, they haven't been in the playoffs in, in forever, but it's still one of the top jobs right. in college football. What do you think happens here in Los Angeles? Well, the, the athletic director is a former Cincinnati AD, right? So you think Luke Fickle yes, from sir. the Bearcats could be on the, on the number one list here, right? Matter Cristobal. He hired him. He's done in, in Eugene. Exactly, right? And, and Cristobal, a guy in Oregon who has recruited California like the back pocket, has done well in that area. He's, he's, he's pilfered guys from the – Yeah, SC that's a step down. Play that were recruits. That's a step it, it, down, it though, Mo. I hate to say it to Trojan country. If we got Trojan fans tuning in, but Oregon's a better job than USC is. Like, why would, like, why would he go there? Right, but, but James more, Franklin, I get. More not Cristobal. Right. Right, but there's more resources to be had at SC than, say, in Oregon. But, look, Bill Knight will definitely pay to keep Cristobal in the Northwest. But, but you keep those three names in there, whether it's James Franklin, whether it's Luke Filco, or Cristobal. And, look, I don't think Urban Meyer is going to leave Jacksonville for USC now. But I just think for, for USC, sure. they have to get this higher <laughs> right because, look, across town, UCLA – they're starting to build up momentum under Chip Kelly with what they've done, and they got the Jordan Brand now as the new apparel deal. So there's momentum for, for the people in the West with California. So if USC is going to do it right, they're ahead of the curve right now to pick whoever they want as we speak because this coach cycle probably won't be as deep. So I think USC won't get Luke Pickle acting as their number one guy. Mo Khan with us. All right, hang in here, Mo. We'll get you out in two more minutes. Just think about your best bets, NFL, who you like this weekend, what games you're looking at. Um... I think if you're a Trojan fan, I think Luke Fickle's your guy. I think that's who it's going to be. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Three-minute warning, quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio. Mike in Tampa uh, says that Aaron Rodgers looked like he aged like 15 years. It's true. I noticed that, Mike. I thought the same thing, actually. I don't know if you noticed, uh, Mo, during his conference after. I don't know if you saw him. He looked like CM Punk. Yeah. And CM Punk doesn't look young right now either. He looked like (laughs) CM Punk. Like, like Rodgers really did. Like, Rodgers looked, like, beaten down. Like, I don't even know. It sounds crazy. Would Aaron Rodgers play somewhere else, or would Aaron Rodgers just retire? He strikes me as the type of dude that will just say, you know what, I'm out. <laughs> like, like I, I don't see Rodgers hanging on like Brady playing the 46 type thing. You know what I mean? I think Rodgers got a couple of years left. He likes hot chicks. He's always got, like, model and actress girlfriends and Hawaii trips, and he can host Jeopardy or whatever. Like, you know, he's got other interests, too, besides football, this guy. He definitely does, and he's wired differently, right? I mean, we know about his story about how he is as a player and as a person, and I just think that he could retire after next season, but I think he has that drive in him to perhaps try once or twice more to get himself that second ring to go with his legacy that he's built in Green Bay. All right, so which games? Let me rattle off the games. I was going to ask you. I want to get the odds, though. There's, there's, they didn't post repost MVP odds, so biggest games this week. Buffalo Bills, right. Miami Dolphins, that's a cool one. Um Patriots and Jets is interesting. Panthers uh, and Saints, uh, Eagles, Eagles and uh, and Forty Niners. What game are you looking forward to? Char- yeah, Cowboys that's and Chargers. That, that's a good yeah. one. Forty Niners those, those and Eagles. Two games. Niners, Eagles, Cowboys, Chargers. Those are the two games. Plus Rams and Colts. Those are the three games I'm looking at from the totals perspective and the favorites in those games. I think the total can go over four that Cowboy-Charger game because both offenses can put up points, and I think that's going to be the case in L.A. when they play at 425 on Sunday. Mo Khan, TSN Radio. Follow him on Twitter, Mo Khan. What's your official? What's your Twitter account, Mo, officially? Mo Khan 19. Mo Khan 19, baby. Great stuff as always, Mo. Appreciate your time, my man. Always. We'll speak to you next week. Thanks. Have a great week. Have a great week. Continues. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh,
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.